When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Drew Mitchell, was it a harsh call? Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, fellas. Uh, yeah, look, I thought it was... I mean, there's different sort of ways to look at it, I suppose. I think letter of the law is probably right, but just had no feel for the game. And it was a game that probably deserved to be determined by the players and not a French guy in the middle. But, um, <laughs> you know, there, there, was some, there was some great adversities from both teams that they both overcome, like with yellow card injuries. Bernard Foley's kick from the touchline to, to even up the score, then Nick White's kick from 50 that put us in front. They're the things that we should have been talking about, but um, sadly, uh, it's about a referee. It is what it is. Only a two-game series, so Australia have to wait another year before they have a chance of, of holding aloft the Bledisloe Cup. Uh, Drew, a stack of changes for both sides. Does, does this square the ledger at all? Yeah, look, it, it probably does a little bit. I mean, obviously, it was such a brutal game in the first one, so there's going to be injuries. Plus, also, uh, the Darcy Swain suspension. So, there was some forced changes. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you look at the, the All Black side, and they're just not as formidable as they have been previously. So, um, you know, I heard you guys say the, the hoodoo over Eden Park over there. So, look, we, we haven't been able to break the hoodoo of the Blood of the Cup this year, but perhaps we can at least get one one of those hoodoos and, and uh, win today over there in Auckland. I'm sure there's probably some history behind it, but a two-game series from an onlooker just seems kind of stupid. Is, is there a reason yeah. why we don't play a third so we could at least still have this series alive? Yeah, look, I, I think there's a few things, mate. I think maybe one scheduling this year is, a bit difficult, like just trying to get another test match in the calendar, because uh, obviously both teams are off to their spring tours up north in the UK and Europe um, in, a, in a few weeks as well. Um, but I also saw something um, earlier in the year where like our Rugby Australia just want to play them twice each year and look for, for other test matches and, and not play three games each year against All Blacks, which is, you know, like you say, it makes no sense if it's a series and only playing... Um, you know, two games against and makes it different. I mean, look, the, the, the proposition for us is still the same. We still have to win two to win the Bledisloe Cup, but um, they have to win one just to retain it, which makes it, uh, yeah. I mean, ideally, you'd love to go to a third game, but um, yeah, I don't know. People above my pay grade get to make those. Yeah. <laughs> it's just odd, though, isn't it? I mean, you think about the cricket. I mean, they yeah. never play a three test Ashes series, would they? They'd only play five now that the series against India has been bumped to five tests. So it's, it's a similar line of thinking. Uh, Harry Wilson. Uh, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say, yep. I think it's also a little bit about the cash. I remember a couple of times when I played throughout my career, we played a four-game series. So that was even more difficult. We had to win three. <laughs> <to win. laughs> yeah. It's all just about the cash. Yeah. Remember that he used to play, like, you had the one-day finals and they go the, um, you know, the third final, if required. So you didn't have to play it. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the eight, nine, sorry, the six, seven and eight, Valatini, Sabu and and Harry Wilson, who's back in the side. Uh, do, do you like the inclusion of Harry? I know he's got a lot of admirers. Yeah, look, I, I really like Harry. He's sort of been knocking on the door for a while now. He burst onto the scene, international scene last year and went really well, but he's kind of been a little bit overlooked so far this year from, from Dave Rennie. But 
He'd um he'd be really keen to kind of get out there. He's been playing a fair bit of cop footy for brothers up there in Queensland. Um, but I mean, I, I just like what he brings. He's got a really strong running game. Is uh, is at like work rate is is quite quite huge. So uh, last week we were with the, with the big fellas and, and Leota, Samu and Valentino. I thought Samu was really strong in the, in the first game. Um, but yeah, just brings a, a slightly different dynamic with his ball carrying uh, in, into into this game uh, to, or this afternoon tonight. So. I do like the look of it. Uh, just on Bernard Foley, what did you make of his game last week, Drew? And, and a lot of people were saying, you know, Bernard's been a great servant of the game, but was it a, I guess, a retrograde step to, to bring him back in? But but Dave Rennie was very impressed with his performance. Yeah, look, I thought he was tremendous. He hadn't played any footy for, for six months, let alone international footy for over three years. So to come in and, and put in the performance he did, look, there's definitely things for him to work on. Obviously, maybe just hurry up and kick the ball at one point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh, no, I, I spoke to him afterwards. He's obviously pretty shattered, but he just really enjoyed being out there and uh, you know in that arena again. And and I think one thing that Dave Rennie's kind of pretty much showed his hand is that he wants an experienced ten. Like he picked Quaid, and then when he wasn't available, he picked James O'Connor. And then the moment Bernard Foley's available, he's, he's gone with with him in in the ten jersey. So. He just wants an older head, I think, that's just to steer the team around and put their put them in the right areas of the field and have their fingerprints on, on everything the Wallabies do. And yeah, I thought I thought Bernard was really uh really impressive last week and I'd imagine he'd just get a lot of confidence from that and probably seem even a little bit more influential uh tonight. Will we finally get to see uh Roger Tuavasashek for the all blacks in action against the Wallabies tonight? Yeah, mate, I think so. I think, uh, you know, if you look at it, they're obviously pretty keen to have him involved in next year's World Cup, but they kind of need to start giving him a few uh, few more runs just to see what he's like and, and also just give him some time in, in, in the saddle as well. Um, well, losing two of their tools, Havili and, and Clint Tupai last week, obviously gives him an opportunity uh, tonight off the bench. Geordie Barrett, I don't know if he's the answer at 12, but um, hopefully, hopefully it's not for the Wallabies' sake, but also for us to get the opportunity to see Roger pretty early in the game, hopefully, and just uh, and see him in that arena. I mean, he's someone that we, we know has got so much talent and ability. He's also just been learning his craft uh, through Super Rugby, but also in the NPC. So just uh, probably like Harry Wilson, I'd imagine, both those guys are really keen to get out there and just, uh, you know, just test themselves in that arena. Drew, every time they Wallabies play the All Blacks at Eden Park, I mean, these bloody hoodie words get brought up, you know, 86. <laughs> yeah. like, does it get talked about in camp at all? The, the no, fact no, they haven't won there really. for I mean, obviously we're, we're aware of it. Um, but, look, it's it's nothing about the stadium. Like, the stadium, like, there's nothing in particular about the stadium that makes it more difficult. The thing that makes it difficult is the team that you're up against. They just happen to be yeah. a pretty handy football team. So, um, look, you know, I think culturally... Like it's the sort of the the home of rugby for them. Um, I don't know. They just they seem to sort of lift it a little bit more so there than they have you know like in when they play in Wellington or Hamilton. But um, yeah, look, it's it's nothing more than just going out there. And I think once once we get one, I think uh, you know it definitely won't take as long to get a second one over there. So it's um, it's one of those ones you know we see it in sport where unfortunately it's one that goes against us and it has gone against us for a very long time. Um, but it only takes that one win, and all of a sudden, that that, that confidence and, and belief is uh, is justified. And and yeah, I don't I don't think the second one will, will take as long as the first. Got a tip off you for tonight, Drew. How's it going to end up? Look, I think it's going to be tight. I think it'll be um, plenty plenty of I look, like the first game. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. 
But um, look, I'm never going to go against the Wallabies, so I'll have them winning in a tight one. Just take it easy today, Drew, during all these football games. <laughs> Sounds like you've had a big night, so rest up and recuperate. <laughs> no, no, I'm actually all right, but I'm, I do have to have maybe a little bit of a you know, warm tea and, a, and some honey or something for the voice. It's warm, up, warm up the vocal cords. Yes, in readiness for a lot of screaming at the screen. Thank you, mate. Uh, always good to chat. <laughs> no worries, and, uh, thanks, mate. Enjoy the game. Here is Drew Mitchell, a great fella. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.